Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Needs More Jazz Hands. Our musical episode for this week is Buffy the Vampire Slayer's Once More with Feeling. If you like musical episodes, this episode is probably one big reason why. To many musical episode lovers, myself included, this episode is pretty much the pinnacle of musical episodes. Today, I'm going to break down why and dig into the nitty-gritty of the episode. If you want to see my immediate reaction to the episode, jump over to my YouTube channel where I show me watching through the episode and reacting to each musical number. First, a little bit of background to the episode and a short summary for those who haven't seen it. Once More with Feeling is the seventh episode of season six of Buffy. Quick speed run on what's been going on leading up to this episode. Buffy sacrificed herself to save her sister, Dawn, at the end of season six and was resurrected by the Scoobies. She's been deeply depressed ever since as a combination of trying to figure out how to live in the real world, taking care of her kleptomaniac sister after the death of their mother, and, oh yeah, having been pulled back into the land of the living from what she believed was heaven. Lots of craziness there, but what you need to know is that she is deeply depressed and has not been enjoying life or dealing with her responsibilities. Oh, and she's been getting closer to a certain blonde vampire. Willow is dating Tara, a fellow witch who was told by her toxic family that she was part demon for most of her life, and they are so cute together. We love to see it, but Willow is going down a dark road into magic addiction, which is causing a lot of conflict between her and Tara. They had a major fight in the episode before this one, and Willow decided that in order to keep Tara and get to keep doing all the magic she wants, she's just going to cast a little memory spell on Tara to make her forget that the fight ever happened. Finally, we have Xander. He's there. He's engaged to Anya, a former vengeance demon, and despite not having terribly much in common, they seem to adore each other. Anya runs the magic shop along with Giles, Buffy's watcher and surrogate father figure, and she struggles with being human since she wasn't one for several centuries, which has led her to have a lot of major insecurities and struggle with empathy. And that's what you missed on Buffy. This episode drags all of their problems out and puts them on display. Buffy continues to spiral into depression, Giles decides he has to leave so that she can't use him as a crutch, and the infamous, much-loved, much-hated, spuffy relationship begins. Willow and Tara have a beautiful, happy love song, followed by a cutting reprise when Tara discovers that she's been, quite literally, under Willow's spell. And Xander and Anya... are there. You might be catching a little bit of a theme there. Zanya is definitely the C-plot of much of this season, although the doubt about their relationship that they express in this episode does bring us to their unfortunate wedding episode, so at least it does matter. Diving into the evaluation, let's start off with magic. This episode is absolutely overflowing with magic, and not just from the witches and demons in it. First, I'll start with little things. The tiny music numbers like They Got the Mustard Out and The Parking Ticket give us a glimpse into what impact the musical makeover of the town has on characters besides our core ensemble, and every single one replaces a burst of exposition to drive the plot forward without having Giles just lecture to the viewer about what's going on. The editing is so well done as well. I just, I love in film and television when a character asks a question and the next shot answers it, and we get that in this musical episode, along with a fantastic villain entrance. I think it's romantic, singing and dancing, what could be wrong with that? Immediately cut to a guy tap dancing to death, and the introduction of the dancing demon. It's just, ugh, amazing. Going to some bigger thematic stuff, 
I love the contrast this episode has between the conventions of the movie musical and the subject matter of the episode. The vast majority of the musical is upbeat numbers, which is a fantastic contrast to the dark nature of what most of them are singing about. It's very Carpenter's of them, to have the happy music contrasted with lyrics about depression and betrayal and doubt. It's got all of the cheesiest traits of a movie musical, which is so much fun, but it also really cuts deep. I watched this musical for the first time in high school, and I regularly re-watch it, especially when my mental health is in a downward spiral, because it gets so real. It cuts to the heart of being depressed and loving people who are depressed. Both the genre play and the emotional tone is perfect, so I give it 20 out of 20 for magic. Next, it impacts the characters. And boy does it. You can't hide from what you're thinking or feeling when it all comes out in song. We get a deeper dive into Buffy's depression, and so do all of the other characters. This is where the Scooby gang finally find out the truth. They didn't save Buffy from some hellscape, they dragged her out of heaven. This is where Tara finds out how far Willow was willing to go to control her, and where Giles realizes just how much Buffy is struggling to handle her responsibilities to Dawn. This is where Spike lays out his feelings to Buffy and makes her confront them honestly, which she does by running away. But getting it out in the open is the important part here, the part which brings us to their kiss at the end of the episode. We also see Xander and Anya tell each other their insecurities and what they dislike about each other, which you would think would solve some of their problems, but I mean, I guess not. Either way, the songs force our ensemble to deal with some of their baggage, and if you rewatch it as many times as I have, you can see so many little details in every single song. Someone put a lot of effort into this musical. I do have one little gripe with this, though. Every single song in the musical is implied to be heard by anybody standing around, which is what brings their problems into the open. Except Giles' song Standing in Your Way and the reprise to Under Your Spell. Now, I love these songs, but if you're going to break your rule for how it works, you've got to tell me why, and they didn't. Giles and Tara's decisions to leave function as internal monologues, providing the audience with their reasons for leaving, but not exposing those things to the other characters, until one or more episodes after this one ends. So while they're undoubtedly important songs, and I could gush about the symbolism in having Giles sing about how Buffy isn't strong enough while showing her literally doing backflips and dodging flying knives, I have a bit of a problem about them not airing their thoughts as much as all of the others. That being said, I'm going to only give it 18 out of 20 points. Third criteria, it impacts the greater plot. So this one is a little bit complicated, because it absolutely impacts major plot points in the season and in the show as a whole. Giles leaves for a while after this episode, determined to force Buffy to stand up on her own. Willow casts another memory spell in the next episode because this impacts her so much. She and Tara break up, she hits two rock bottoms with the magic addiction, etc, etc. Buffy and Spike get together with the not-so-great start to a relationship of this isn't real but I just want to feel, and Anya and Xander seed doubts about their relationships, which come into play a few episodes down the line when Xander leaves Anya at the altar. So, does this episode impact the plot of Buffy? Absolutely, 100%. Does it impact the arc of the season? Not exactly. I mean, I guess it depends on what you view as motivating the plot. Is the major plot hero-motivated or villain-motivated? 
If we say hero-motivated, then yes, this episode is absolutely critical to Buffy and Willow as hero figures working things out. But if we say villain-motivated, then this episode has literally nothing to do with the trio, otherwise known as the nerd herd, and only slightly prepares us for Dark Willow. Now, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but I can be hopeful that there exists somewhere out there a musical episode that does it all. So that being said, this absolutely has an impact on the plot, so again, I'll give it 18 out of 20. Number four, musical quality. The Scooby gang are not necessarily the best singers in the world. There are definitely better singers out there, but that doesn't actually take too much away from the musical episode, in my opinion. Sarah Michelle Gellar was actually given the option to have her singing be dubbed in, and she rejected that option, saying that it was important to her that she be a part of this emotional climax for Buffy's character. I think that was the right decision, and I would much rather it be this way than have obviously dubbed in vocals just for the sake of being pitch perfect. Beyond individual vocals, I love the songs themselves. I sing them outside the context of the musical, which I think is a true testament to a musical episode. Because they're original songs, they fit the characters and the moments perfectly, as well as resonating with audiences going through some of the same problems. I kind of hate Under Your Spell because it gives me a sick feeling in my gut to see Tara so happy singing about being enchanted by Willow when it's because she's literally under a memory spell, but that doesn't make it poorly executed. It's meant to make me hate it, and the reprise does exactly what a reprise does best— It makes a happy song absolutely heartbreaking the second time around. There's a Joss Whedon quote floating around somewhere that says, Make it dark, make it grim, make it tough, but then, for the love of God, tell a joke. This musical captures that energy perfectly. The fact that there's a song with both, Why can't I feel, my skin should crack and peel, I want the fire back. And, I think this line's mostly filler, is just absolute gold. So I acknowledge that it's not the best sung musical of all time, but I'm still going to give it an 18 out of 20. At this point, you may be thinking, okay, she just loves this musical, she's just going to give it perfect or near-perfect scores on everything. And for the most part, yes, I do love this musical. But wait just a minute and you'll see a lower score for the explanation or reason for the musical. Buffy has historically been a monster of the week kind of story. And of course, this is a magic-made-me-do-it kind of justification, but this is actually the weakest part of the entire episode. Don't get me wrong, Hinton Battle is fantastic as the dancing demon, and his duet with Dawn is full of showboaty fun. But let's dive into why he's there a little bit more. Xander was nervous about him and Anya working out, so after six years of seeing what happens when you summon a demon, he summons a musical demon. Then he doesn't tell anybody about what he did while they're trying to stop people from literally dying, which results in Dawn getting kidnapped and almost turned into a demon child bride. What? Have Dawn actually summon the demon on accident like they were setting up? That way we see the consequences of Buffy's neglect. Or have Willow summon the demon while trying to find a way to make Tara okay with her using so much magic? Or just have the demon show up looking for the Slayer, because that's totally a thing that demons do on this show. But the way it's actually set up makes very little sense, and is tied into a character who's really not all that impacted by the demon's arrival. Because the demon's motivations make the one who summoned him, 
when he doesn't know who that is, marry him and kill people along the way doesn't really make much sense. And his stake in Buffy and Willow's downfall is especially weak because they have nothing to do with him being summoned. And if the villain causing all of these problems is weak, it's just, it's not a great reasoning for the episode. I will fully acknowledge that this is being nitpicky, but you have two really easy avenues to make the main characters, Buffy and Willow, connect to the villain, and it didn't happen. So when my main characters aren't connected to the villain, but they're the ones most impacted by him, I start to wonder what his motivations really were. I give it a 15 out of 20. Adding that all up, Once More With Feeling gets an 89 out of 100. A B. Now that means that some of these other episodes that we're going to be looking at are really unlikely to get particularly high scores. Again, I love this musical episode, and I think it's one of the best ones out there. But I'm picky, and I want to see every part of a musical episode be carefully crafted. Feel free to let me know if you disagree with me, and check back in two weeks for my next episode, where we look at the episode Duet, a crossover of Supergirl and The Flash.